If you have ever tried testing a new strategy in your business or you've struggled to really optimize that testing process, you don't want to miss today's episode. I'm going to share my process for testing new strategies in your business. So stay tuned. I'm Jess. After launching dozens of courses and generating multiple six figures in revenue online, I have learned the right and wrong way to launch an online course. And in the last two years, I have helped my friends and clients generate more revenue with less stress using my aligned launch formula. On this podcast, I'm sharing with you my simple strategies and systems so you can make more money online and make a bigger impact on the world. Keep listening for the Launch Fix Podcast. Hey there, and welcome back to the Launch Fix Podcast. Jess here, and today I am talking about one of my favorite things that I kind of went off on on Instagram a few weeks ago, but that is testing. And I was having this conversation with the ladies in the Aligned Launch Lab about the difference between testing and running an experiment, or really the difference between running an experiment and experimenting in your business and throwing spaghetti at the wall. Oftentimes, when we see people say, test it, try it, test new things, they kind of throw things out there, right? And I was like this a lot in my business in the beginning, too. I would test something, quote unquote, and I would just throw it out there, but I had no real way to see if it worked. And this is something that I see a lot of people struggling with. You want to try new things. You want to know, hey, is this going to work for my business? But then you put it out there, but you don't have really the structure around the test to really get good data from it. In today's episode, I'm going to be using the example of reels because that's something that a lot of people are testing right now. But what ends up happening is you're like, ooh, will reels help me grow my business? And then you record three reels in a week, maybe not terribly consistently. And you're like, no, that didn't really work, right? It's really hard to tell if something worked unless you follow a system of testing. And that's exactly what I'm going to talk about today. We all want to know, like, will this work in my business? Is this the best way to do this? Is this working for me? And it's really hard to get the right answer to that because everything depends on your unique situation and your audience. And so most times the most effective answer to the question, will X work for me, is to try it and see. But one of the biggest mistakes that people make is half implementing a new strategy and calling it testing without properly setting up an experiment. And that kind of testing will always get you inconclusive results. How do you know if it worked? What were you measuring? Like, what were the parameters of the test? These are things that we don't tend to think about when we just jump into a quote unquote test. So that is what I am going to talk about on today's episode. I like to look at testing as running an experiment. They are the same thing in my brain. When I'm testing something, I have a very specific strategy in mind and a framework that I follow in the test. Now, I hope that you take something from this episode. I hope you take something from all of my episodes, but 
I don't want this to seem overwhelming. It doesn't have to be. This doesn't mean that you need to take a ton of time to set this up, but just having this amount of forethought going into the test will yield better results. And if you're tired of jumping from strategy to strategy to strategy, trying to figure out what's the best one for you, this system will help you figure out what is actually effective in your business and what is actually producing results. So This is the process that I use to set up an experiment in my business. I do this when I'm testing all sorts of strategies, by the way. So for example, with Reels that I'm going to use in today's episode, this would be a great way to run an experiment like are reels working in my business? Would reels help me in my business? And I'll help you get an even better question in just a second. But for example, right now in my business, I'm testing a new launch strategy. It's one that I kind of created. It's a hybrid strategy that I've never seen done before. But I wanted to try it for a few different reasons. So I set up an experiment and I'm in the testing phase of this experiment. Something I've talked to my lab girls about, they are kind of on the cutting edge when I'm trying new things. But it is something that I plan on creating like a analysis of, obviously, because I want to see how it worked. That's part of the process, but also like something I do plan on teaching in the lab in the future. So I am always trying and testing new things like this new launch strategy or like new copy, new messaging, new ways of talking about things. And when I do that, I set up what I'm going to teach you today. So this is a process that I use in my business a lot, really anytime that I try something new or when I'm testing something new. And I'm always testing something new. So this is something that I go through quite a bit. So the first piece of this process is to actually set a hypothesis. So if you remember back to like seventh grade science class, when you were learning the scientific method, the hypothesis is a question that you are seeking to answer. I like to think of these as simply like if-then questions. If I do this will this happen? Or I hypothesis or I hypothesize that if I do X, Y will happen. And what this does is it creates a clear intention for your test, for your experiment. So for example, what in the case of reels, which will be our example, the whole episode, if I create reels for 30 days, will it grow my account to a thousand followers? Or another way to say that will be, I hypothesize that if I create reels daily for 30 days, it will grow my account by a thousand followers. And what I really like about this is that it sets the parameters of the experiment. It lets you say, what are you testing? I'm testing reels on Instagram. What is the outcome I'm looking for? A thousand new followers. Um, How long is the experiment? It's 30 days. How will you know if it was successful? There's a clear outcome. I will have gotten a thousand new followers. So when you ask that specific of a question, it really is a much better question than like, hey, I'm going to try some reels and see what happens, right? How will you know if that was successful, right? Like when you have a really open-ended experiment or an open, open-ended open test, you don't know if it was successful. So by creating a hypothesis, a clear hypothesis, if then, that you are actually testing, you'll be able to get better results because you really like can see the intention of the experiment up front. So the first thing is to create a hypothesis. What is the question that you are answering? What is the presumed outcome of this experiment that you're looking to receive? 
The second piece of this is to isolate a variable. And this is something that I see a lot of people struggle with, and it creates a really inconsistent experiment. So what I mean by that is if you're testing reels, only do reels. And I know that if you like to try new things that you're probably like, but I want to do reels and I want to try carousels and I want to use new font and I want to change my branding and I want to update my profile and I want to have a different call to action. Whoa, sister. Like if you change everything, how will you know what worked? Right. And I especially see people do this in their launches, right? Is they test or they change everything. So then they have no idea what contributed to the different outcome. And when you do that, if it gets worse, it gets really hard to figure out what made it worse, right? So isolating a variable gives you an opportunity to actually test the variable. So instead of trying to change everything, just change one thing. And I'm not saying that you can't test different things, but make sure that they don't have anything to do with each other, right? So for example, on Instagram, only test reels for 30 days. You can test something else in another 30 days and it's gonna be fine. But if you really wanna see the effect of reels on your account, focus on reels. Don't change anything else about what you're doing. Only change the one thing. And that will give you a much clearer idea of the outcome, right? And I know that, like you've experienced this before in the past. For example, if you ever went on like an elimination diet, it's like, okay, I think that gluten is affecting my body. And you're like, okay, so I'm going to stop eating gluten. I'm going to stop eating dairy. And I'm going to stop eating processed foods. And then you feel better. And you're like, well, crap, was it the gluten? Was it the dairy or was it the processed foods? (laughs) I don't know. So then you have to start over. You really just want to isolate one variable to test that one thing. So that is a big piece of this. So number one, create a hypothesis. Number two, isolate one variable to get clean data. Number three is to design the experiment. This is something that I see a lot of people skip. Maybe you ask a question. Maybe you decide just to test one thing. But a lot of people are like, okay, cool, I'm going to test reels for 30 days. But they don't design an experiment. They know what they're testing. They know what variable they're isolating. But they're not giving themselves a clear outline or a framework or parameters of the test, right? And so what ends up happening is they say, I'm going to test reels. I'm going to test how reels affect my account. Okay, but how many reels? How often are you going to create them? How are you going to measure them? What intervals are you going to measure it at? How are you going to track that data? And when you don't have the answers to that to those questions, you, again, just really don't have a very clear experiment. You don't know in a very clear way how it's going to go. And so by designing the experiment, you give yourself the parameters to what you are testing and how. So what I mean by this is get clear on all of these things. I am going to batch create reels every Saturday and post one reel per day to my Instagram at 10 a.m. and share it to my feed and stories. Whew, that is so much clearer than let's see how reels go, right? And so when you have a clear plan, that helps you create the parameters of the test because there's so many factors that you can't control, right? The day, the time of day might be different, like sharing it. So by creating a really consistent experiment, you're going to get much better 
data and much cleaner results. So I'm going to batch reels every Saturday, post one reel per day to my Instagram at 10 a.m. and share it to my feed and stories is the basis of the experiment. I will track data after 24 hours and after seven days. So looking at reels 24 hours later, and then a week later to test the numbers, did it grow exponentially the next seven days? How much did it grow in the first 24 hours? These are really important things to know if you're trying to track the efficacy of this experiment. And then you can add to that and say, okay, I will use hashtags to extend reach, or I will not use hashtags, right? And these are all examples around reels, not like just in general, but like what are other variables that you should pay attention to? And then the last part is I will look to grow by a thousand followers on day 20 or day 37, giving my last reel seven full days to work. And when you get clear on that, then you know, okay, if I didn't get a thousand new followers by day 37, then we'll get to the next part, right? (laughs) Then, then what? Then did it fail? Then what did you learn? So, but without designing the experiment, without knowing the outcome that you're looking for, without having a clear idea of how the experiment will run, you won't get clear data and it'll be really hard to see if it was successful or not or what you possibly learned from it. So that is what happens when you design the experiment. Just get crystal freaking clear. What is, what are you testing? What are the parameters? What is the procedure that you're going to follow in this test? And what and how are you gonna collect the data to to analyze it. So again, to recap, the first one was create a hypothesis. What is the question you're answering? The second one was to isolate one variable. Number three was to design the experiment. And number four, which all of these are just as important, but this is one that I see most people skip, and it's a really big one, is actually look at the data. This is so funny because a lot of people are like, I'm testing or I'm going to see how this works. But then one, they dump out of the experiment early because they never set like a clear parameter for the experiment. But two, they don't actually look at the data. They never go back and analyze what they looked at, which I see, again, people doing so often in their launches. They never go back and look at it. But that is such a key piece of this whole process because you can't learn from something unless you examine what you just tested. So I'm going to go ahead and say that the test doesn't count if you never look at the outcome. (laughs) You really can't learn what you're hoping to learn from something or what you learn will not be nearly as robust and deep if you don't look at the data, if you don't go back and actually do the analysis part. And so you want to look and see, did I prove my hypothesis? Bottom line, like that's the very first thing. Did I prove my hypothesis? Did I gain a thousand followers by posting reels every day for 30 days and seeing that number at day 37, giving it the full amount of time? Like when you examine that, that's a really yes or no question, right? That is not an ambiguous question. That is a yes or no. Did I prove my hypothesis? Yes or no. And if not, what did you learn? What else came out of that? What other outcome did you reach? And this is something that a lot of people don't ask, right? They say, well, I didn't prove it right, so it's wrong. But like, if you got like 998 new followers, is that good enough, right? And so really like, 
you can determine if something is still an effective strategy, even if you don't prove your hypothesis 100% correct. And so by looking back at it, you can really start to dig into those numbers. What else did I learn? What did I experience in those 30 days that I can take from that and move forward? And then the next question is, do you want to redesign the experiment and run it again? Maybe the first time you did it without hashtags and you're like, okay, cool. I got into a rhythm. I did see growth from this, but maybe I didn't hit the thousand. This time I'm going to add hashtags to it and see what happens. Or this time I'm going to post it at a different time. Or this time I'm not going to share it to my stories or whatever, right? When you can then look at those variables that you tested, tweak them and redesign the experiment and run it again, that's when you're going to get even better data and even more data moving forward. And the next question is, what will you adopt moving forward? Okay, now that you've done this for 30 days, are you going to keep doing it? Are you going to stop doing it? Are you going to change it? How are you going to test that? You don't have to keep testing it, right? If you did a 30-day experiment and you had a certain outcome, you can say, okay, cool, that was fun. I'm just going to go back to creating reels when I feel inspired, and I'm not going to stress about it. Cool. That is a completely reasonable strategy, but really understanding what am I taking moving forward from this and what do I want to try next? And that can be a really good way to move into the next experiment. And that's actually my next point is what will I test next? Do I want to continue to test reels and just keep tweaking that experiment? Or do I want to maybe try a different strategy with my posts? Or maybe I want to do a certain number of stories every day or I want to start doing outreach, whatever you want to test next and really figuring out in the analysis, like, okay, this is what I learned. This is what I'm doing moving forward. This is what I'm testing in my next experiment. And I just want to stress that the experiment is pretty useless if you're not doing this part, if you are not completing it. And more importantly, if you're not analyzing the data, it's really hard to know if something worked or if something didn't, if you never actually look at it, if you never actually analyze the outcome and determine if you were proven correct or not, or if you got anything from it at all. And when you're not testing with this kind of forethought, you're really kind of wasting your time. And this is where I see a lot of course creators get into like shiny object syndrome, right? You're like, oh, I want to test and see if this works for me. But like 14 days in, somebody else has a new strategy and you're like, oh, I want to go do that. And so you never actually finish anything. And I really want to stress that like you have a lot of time. (laughs) There's a lot of time in the scope of your life, in the scope of your business. And if you want to start building an effective strategy that works for your business by taking the time to test things, isolate variables, run experiments, and analyze the data, that is how you're going to start to build the most effective strategy for you. Because there is no one right way to do it. There is no one right way to launch. There is no one right way to grow on Instagram. I posted this um, on Instagram a few days ago, but I saw in the Explore feed two different posts that were completely contradictory. One that said, stop writing short captions on Instagram. And one that said, long captions are the jam. (laughs) And I was like, you guys, like if you were only seeing one of those things, you would say like, oh, 
okay, I'm gonna stop writing long captions. But how do you know if that's gonna work for your business? You have to test it because both of those things are just opinions. They're just guesses. You have to really see what works for your audience, for your message, for your brand, for what feels best to you to see if it's gonna work in the long term, right? And so rather than taking somebody else's advice as gospel, take it and say, oh, that's really interesting. I see what they're saying, but I wonder if that's going to work for me. So I'm going to do an experiment. Give yourself even 20 days, even 15 days, right? It doesn't have to be a full month every time you test something. Test something. Create the experiment. Give yourself parameters. Isolate the variable. (laughs) Go through the process. It doesn't have to be that complicated. And analyze the data, finish the experiment before you jump into the next thing. And that is what is going to help you determine what you should be doing in your business. I hope that this was helpful. I hope that it wasn't overwhelming. It really does get to be that simple, right? Like it really does not have to be complicated to test new things in your business. And if you're like me, you probably think you're testing things right now, but maybe you didn't have the forethought or the structure in place to get a really good, effective test. And so if you want to learn more about what's working in your business by setting up these little experiments, it'll give you the opportunity to learn new things about your audience. So now you have a framework for testing in a way that will produce measurable results. And so you can start to implement this into your business and see growth and see improvement and track that data to really learn what's working and what isn't. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved it, I would appreciate if you take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram at just.oconnell underscore. I love hearing about the things that you're taking away from the show. And if you haven't yet, please go give us a five-star rating interview on Instagram or on iTunes. That's what it's called. Not Instagram, but that'd be nice too. Um, And let me know what your favorite thing about the show is and what you'd like to see more of moving forward. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you in my next episode.